Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the man on the beat, the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Pizzagano. Chris, our sponsor, the media captain, records a weekly podcast. So after you get your Giants fix from listening to the Giant Insider Podcast, if you want to learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business, along with the latest and greatest online and digital trends, check out the Media Captain's podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's the Media Captain podcast. Buddy, this was the, uh, what, the last OTAs that you had access to. And yeah. from what I read on Twitter, um, Daniel Jones is going to be the starting quarterback. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm <laughs> glad you brought... I'm sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, buddy. I'm glad you brought that up because let's <laughs> clarify something right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pat Shermer did not say it's an open competition. He did not say it's Jones's job, you know, if he outplays Eli. Um, I don't I already saw I didn't even leave the field house and get back to the media room. And I was already reading on Twitter about how it's an open competition and whoever plays better is gonna win the job. Not the case, Jerry. It's Eli Manning's job. Sherman said it about four times. Yeah, I, I don't listen to the other guys, Chris. Obviously, I'm looking at yours. And right. then I see everybody else tweeting, and I'm just like, wow, that's really different from what Chris just right. literally wrote what Shermer said and then right. interpreted it because I'm sitting there going, I kind of interpreted it the same way Chris did. Right. Um, it's Eli Manning's job, and old Pat Shermer was saying that he wants to get Jones up to – I should say not up to date, but he wants to get him up to game condition. Yeah, up to where speed. if he yeah. Yeah. up to speed, yep. game condition. If he has game prepared, if he has to play, that he's good to go. Now, you never said he's guaranteed the backup quarterback. Okay, he didn't say um, if he like, plays mediocre and Jones looks great in training camp, he's going to win the job. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. You know, the people were asking like the same question of five different versions. Mm-hmm. And Sherma was kind of like, well, what don't you get? Like, you know, and he's going back. Instead of Sherma just saying, guys, Eli's a starter. And Jones, we want Jones to be up to speed in case he's got to go. Um, he kind of like was going back and forth to the press in a good way. He wasn't being malicious, Sherma. But he was trying to explain himself. And the more he was trying to explain himself, the deeper he was getting. Do you get the sense, <laughs> do you get the sense that Sherma just has the attitude like, guys, I could literally say – whatever I feel, but you, you write it and interpret it the way you want. Like almost like, yeah, here's, here's what I'm saying. Have at it. I don't really care what the hell you guys yeah. write. Well, he should have that attitude, Jerry. And yeah. instead he tries to explain himself to make sure that everybody understands what he's saying. And sometimes when he does that, yeah. he kind of twists himself a little bit. And then people are like, well, what do you mean? I mean, he's joking, you know, instead of just being like a Belichick and say, guys, uh, that's it. You guys just thought, uh, next question, you know, he, he, he's a nice, listen, Jerry, sure. Sherman's a good dude. Yeah, um, he, he's a nice guy, man. He and he doesn't want to come across as a as a wise guy. He tries to always, you know, clarify everything he says, and sometimes he gets himself in a little trouble. But trust me on this, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning is the starting quarterback in September. Daniel Jones is going to have to work hard to be the number two. They want to get this kid up to speed, as you just said. Where if something happens to Eli. Um, early in the season, Jones could play, that he's ready to go. That's where we're at right now. It is not an open competition, okay? Um, 
It's not like Eli could be okay and Jones really plays well against New England in the fourth game of the year, preseason game of the year. Oh, well, what's going to happen now? It's Eli's job, and then we'll see what happens as the season progresses. I hope I clarified that, Jerry, because that's the way it is. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, you, you've been right on all this stuff. Like, you know, even last year when you talk about Odell, you're talking about Landon Collins. You know, your, your take has always been players love these guys, coaches love these guys. Now, what Gettleman thinks of him is anyone's guess because he, you know, he's kind of um, keeps everything close to the vest. But even with, um, you know, with Odell last year, you're like, guys, you know, I don't think he's going anywhere during the season. The players love him. And I think you're right here, too. And it's based on this one's a little easier because it's actually what Shermer's saying. And I'm reading the Mm -hmm. transcripts that you wrote and I'm thinking the same thing. Like, well, yeah, Eli's the starter now, Mm -hmm. but Daniel Jones has to be ready. I mean. Daniel Jones is number six pick overall. His time's going to come probably sooner than later. But right. Eli's the starter, and that's that. There's no he didn't leave anything open. It was just this is what it is, you know. So yeah, I just saw Kim Jones on NFL Network. So yeah, it looks like there's going to be a competition for the starting job. I'm like, I wanted to. See, Kim wasn't even there today. She's just going with what she heard. So if I, I, so if I went on the NFL Network, I could be a source. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want. I, I really like. I was wondering what the hell, like, and Kim Jones going on about, yeah, Pat Shermer kind of left the door open for open. Like, that's it's absolutely not true. There's no door open. Eli's a starting quarterback. I think Shermer said that about four times in a press conference today, right? Yeah, they. If you if, if you look at it, I don't know if you looked at it yet, Jerry. He said it like four times. No, I did, and they they it seems like certain people want to create stuff. I don't know. I, I actually, yeah, you know what I mean. This is what happens when you have a franchise, future franchise, you know, trying to take over. We all, everybody understands that, but it actually got. It just continued on and on that I actually asked a question totally opposite of everything we were talking about. Yeah. And it looked like Sherman, like the weight was lifted off of him. He actually looked at me and Sherman goes, oh, a training camp question. Nice. Yeah, and that's so funny, man. It's almost like, well, thank God Chris is here to ask these questions. And I actually saw Sherman afterwards. I was talking to him on his side. I said, hey, uh, no charge for the life – for the life vest on that one. And he started laughing his, you know, water off. Oh, that's great. Because you know what? I guess, I guess he kind of sensed what I was doing. Like, all right, let's, 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 let's get Shermer out of this quick. Uh, let's talk about a scrimmage or something like that. If you hear it in a presser, Jerry, if you hear it, like you just hear me say, like, I don't know where any scrimmages in a pre- info training camp, you know, dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I can't wait till the day that Pat Hanlon, when he doesn't like the line of questioning goes, I, I think uh, Chris has a question from giant insider. <laughs> well, I actually <laughs> talked to Pat Hanlon later on too, but we're going to have to talk about that one on the side, me and you, bud. <laughs> uh, okay, good. Yeah. Sometimes I will not leak it. Sorry, folks. Sometimes. Sorry about that, folks. Sometimes it's just, me and Jerry got to discuss things, and that's and I'm sorry, but it's nothing personal. But that you know, it's pretty funny, though. Good stuff. So, how did they? Uh, how the quarterbacks look? I guess we'll just start there. Listen, it was really windy today, Jerry. Yeah. Um. Um. And so, the, you know, the the, the go routes, you know, it was a little tough at times. The outside routes, outside the number routes, but I, you know, listen, I, I thought Jones looked pretty good again. Eli looked alright. Right? You know, uh, nothing discouraging. You know, nothing discouraging. Now, um, Loletta threw a nice one, you said. Loletta actually threw a yeah, – yeah, in the win. Actually threw a nice ball that I believe was dropped, if I remember right. By a Coleman, I think it was. I think he actually dropped yep. one. Yeah, so, yep. So, Loletta's getting some work in. Corey Ballantin's getting more work in as, you know, as a corner. Um, he's getting more reps in. Um, Slayton was with – you know, took some reps with the ones today, Jerry. 
You know? Yeah, Chris, so would it surprise you based on the improvement that Slayton has shown mm. if he overtakes Coleman for that third spot? No. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. If he has a strong camp yeah. catch, and he catches the ball, it would not surprise me to see him as that third receiver. Now, is no, he still it, continuing to catch it better and improve? Yes. Better? Yes. I haven't seen him drop any balls. Nice. You know, I haven't seen him. He seems to be really improving. Uh, listen, Jerry, they got some confidence in the kid because he's back there returning punts, too. Yeah. So they don't really look at him as a kid that they totally do not trust with his hands because there's no way, you know, they're going to be having work with. Now, whether or not that continues, we'll see now in training camp. But he is back there again in the punt returning unit. Yeah, that kid so. runs a 4-3. It'd be nice to get the ball in his uh, hands, huh? Dude, he is fast, real fast. And he seems to be running pretty decent routes. I'm watching him run some routes, you know. Yeah. It's not just, you know, Jerry, it's not just, okay, Darius, you know, just do go. That's going to be your route tree. And we'll try to wing it up there and you go get it. You know, it's not that. You know, he's coming back. He's doing some dig routes. And so um, he seems, you know, Sherman did talk about that, that they had to expand his route, you know, his routes, his route tree, as they call it. And he does seem to be taking it in, man. And the kid seems to be learning. And um, it's he's going to be one intriguing player in his camp. Because he's like, like we just said, he's a kid that could win a job, you know. Now, so. and based on your other tweets, it said the Giants are employing more uh, wide receiver screens. Is that mm. primarily to him, to Tate, to all of them? And, well, and by yeah. the way, we haven't seen a good one since Manningham was here, so it's been a while since we saw a good yeah. wide receiver well, screen. Yeah, well, you're going to see it because that's a big part of Golden Tate's game. Yeah, you know, uh, he had a couple of years, 100 catches, 109, I think, one year, 90 some another year, but a lot of that. I'm not saying I'm not. You know, I'm not despising he's he did, but but a lot of that was a lot of receiver screens, yeah. a lot of balls around the line of scrimmage. You know, with Tate when he was with uh, Matthew Stafford over there in Detroit. You know, um, but you see some of it here, and that's going to be a part of the offense. You know, it's going to be a part of the offense, you know, especially when you got a right tackle or it could be Remmers and you got Zeitler kicking out. You know, on these little smoke screens, and you got a Shep and you got you know somebody like that out in front of you. So, it, I put it on Twitter today. And expect to see that during a year. Now, now you had Slate, or you, you tweeted rather, Slate and Shepard, Tate, Coleman, all returning punts. Yes, I, I know it's hard to tell now, Chris. But anyone look better than the other? Anyone catch it? Who who catches it <sighs> the cleanest? I mean, you know, who have who would have the edge there in um in getting that and winning that job? Who do you think? Um, and again, you know, I, that's could change on a dime in yeah. camp, but. Yeah, and I didn't even put Peppers. Peppers wasn't even back there today. Um, that's good. But that's, that's, Tate, yeah. that I would say right now, the the surest hands is yeah. Tate. Yeah. Um, I guess Coleman, the guy who could do some damage, is probably you know, uh, well, Jerry, the guy who could do some damage. I want to see. I hope they stick with it. Let's see. If, is you know, because of his speed, it's going to be Slayton. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, that doesn't mean he's a good punt returner. That we're going to have to see. Shep is a guy who intrigues you. You know. Because he could do some things with the ball too, but uh, right now you kind of nobody's returning anything, Jerry. So right now you kind of look at the surest hands, and that that has to go to Golden Tate right now. Yeah, I would say un unless someone is absolutely spectacular at returning punts, I don't want Shepard doing it. I don't want Sterling Shepard risking an injury. Like right. if if Sterling Shepard was as good at it as like Devin Hester, or Deion Sanders, that's one thing. Right. Or, or even Odell, who was was good at it for a while. Uh, you know, I I kind of want to keep Shepard and even. I don't know about Peppers either. I know returning punts is a hell of a lot different than returning kickoffs. But unless they are absolutely spectacular at it, it's like, well, let's leave these guys alone. Let's not have them back there. I like to see, 
you know, like you said, Slayton maybe and, and Coleman, as long as they're short-handed yeah. enough. So, but, you know, McGahey, special teams coach McGahey, you know, he, he talked about it. It's going to depend on the situation. Yeah. Now, if you're going to return a point where you know you got some space where you could return it, you might have one guy, right? Yeah. And then you're going to have, you know, if the other team's punting on their 40, yeah, it's Tate. You, you want the short-handed guy, yep. right? Because yep. chances are it's either going to bounce or you're going to have a fair catch, right? Yeah, yeah good point. So McGahey did talk about that. Different situations, you're going to see different guys. And you saw a little bit last year, man. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Chris, yeah. Sounds like you're breaking up a little bit, bud. I don't know if it's... Uh... Yeah, Chris, uh, I think we lost you, bud. Um, call back in, if you don't mind. Hang up and call back if you can. Um, all right, so while we're sitting here, um, I have to call out someone on, um, on iTunes uh, who gave us a rating... And kind of uh, went after me a little bit. I don't know why. Um, the checker dog, buddy. You gave us a four and, and claimed uh, ageism. And I don't know why you did that. You said, hey, Jerry, what's with the ageism comment? All five of us over 70 listening to you. Does that mean I shouldn't listen because I'm 75? I think an apology is in order. Checker dog, if that's your name. I'm sure it's uh, some variation of that. No, not at all, bud. I, I was joking around that if you're over 70, I think you've forgotten more Giants knowledge than someone like me knows. So that was that was it. That was kind of the the context of that comment. It wasn't like I was, um, you know, making fun of anybody or anything like that. So had nothing to do with uh, with that. But um, yeah, we lost Chris. Hopefully we get him back. Um, yeah, poor network connection. I don't know, man. All right, bud, you there? Yeah, I'm back. You back? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you now. Sorry about that. <laughs> So we were going on, I, uh, I was talking about it. We got a, a, an, an okay rating on iTunes, so I jumped on that real quick. Um, what happened? Yeah, uh, the guy took a, uh, took a comment the wrong way that I said. So anyway, so I figured I'd cover that while you were, uh, while we were f- figuring out these technical difficulties. And no, folks, mm-hmm. I'm not in Boston again. Um, I'm uh, in uh, <laughs> No, in I think Jersey. this is my end this time. I'm having problems today. Yeah. So, all right. So, sorry. We were on pump returns. I don't know how far you got because uh, I couldn't hear you anymore. But McGahey, go ahead, go from there, bud. Yeah, just saying about how he likes, you know, in different situations, you know, um, he likes different guys. You know, where a situation where you got some space, you return the pony, might go one guy. Another situation, of course, you know, another team's gonna kick him from their forty or so. You want a guy with the short hands, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what you're gonna see. You're gonna see different guys in different situations, like you saw Odell a lot in some situations last year. Yep. So. Um, we'll see. They'll have to win that. We'll see who they like in that. Coleman's in the mix too. Besides returning kickoffs, Coleman's in the mix for returning punts. So they'll work that out in training camp, Jerry. Um, as far as uh, are they all returning kicks, or is it, or is it you know? Any, yeah, same guys kind of doing. It the same was Col- uh, not Tate. No, uh, it's Peppers, Coleman, Latimer. Uh, they're returning kickoffs. Okay, and not uh, uh, not Shepard either then. No, I didn't see Shep on Good. on the kickoff return. Just punt. Excellent, excellent news. That's what you want to hear. Um, so Spencer Pulley with the ones today, or what? Well, they were they were actually going back and forth. It was Pulley, and then they did, then he put Halapio in there. So they were going back and forth. Pulley started off with the ones, and then Halapio got some reps with the ones. Um, no Ingram again today. He still got the hamstring issue. 
He expects to be back for training camp. He expects to be full. Yeah. Listen, you know, the injuries is an issue with this kid, right? Yeah, it's getting frustrating. Yeah, it's getting a little frustrating now. So you know, we're, we're hoping he has a 16-game schedule. You know what I mean? Uh, that's what you want out of him because I expect big things out of him. I really don't. Uh, but you have to be on the field to produce, right? So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, this kid's got to get healthy, man. Yeah, I mean, the Giants are, are deep at tight end, but not, no one with the game-breaking ability that Ingram has. He's, he's a guy that everyone's relying on to take that next step and, and be that, that factor in the offense uh, that can really stretch the field. I mean, we all like Red Ellison. We like Conrad's potential. Um, but, I mean, come on, without Ingram. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, if we didn't have Ingram, let's be honest, we would have drafted a tight end in the first three rounds. So mm-hmm. that's a little uh, little disheartening. Anything uh, anything happened with the running backs today? Anybody look? Uh, no, know? no, not much, not much. Uh, Penny got involved a little bit. You know, some passes out of the backfield for Penny. Um, yeah, that's about it. Not much. You know, Gallman did some things, and uh, but not much really going on there. Uh, Baker, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, DeAndre Baker was with the ones. Bill was with Bill was back yeah. today. Uh, he was with the twos. And Pathea and Peppers, Peppers was back from the tooth. He had a, he had a tooth issue there. He had a pull, uh, pull tooth, uh, tooth pull last week or something. So uh, he was back, and he was hooting and hollering, doing his thing. And uh, the secondary, you know, Love was over there. Love had a strong practice. Not the one I saw today, but, yeah, very strong practice yesterday, Love. He had an interception. He said he was all over the field yesterday. Um, so he's a kid that's coming on. Um, they said Baker got beat by uh, Slayton. Did it was it was, was he beat badly or was it just uh, an in route? What was it? No, it was just an in route. Baker gave him a little too much room. Yeah. Uh, listen, you got to respect the kid's speed. You know, yeah, it's a tough uh, one to root for when you read that tweet. You're like, good, but bad. Like I don't, you know, <laughs> you never know who to. Be yeah, happy for, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, it looked like Slayton was going to go on a go, and he, you know, and he came back in. You know, doing it in. And you have to respect the, the guy's speed. The guy's fast, man. So Baker gave him a little too much room. That's all stuff they'll work on. Nice little route by Slayton, a good throw by Eli, you know. So when Beal's um, with the twos, who else is with him? Um, today it was it actually had Bealy, oh, excuse me, Beal, and he actually had Haley on the outside a oh, lot okay. today. Yeah. With the twos. Um and then the Ballantine kid was working his way in. Uh he was over there too, you know. So you know, that's uh and love, you know, love too. He was getting in there, so they're all going to be mixing and match, you know, worth the twos, threes, twos, and a little bit with the ones and all that. Um, I would have to say right now that Bill will not be with the ones come training camp. I think it would be Baker. And then they'll battle really? it out. Because a couple weeks ago you, you thought. Yeah, Bill, and I Bill changed. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yep, I had Bill. Yeah. Um, now Baker is ahead of him. No question about it. You Unbelievable. Know? Wow. Yes, yeah, that's how quickly it changes, man. And it, and it could change again when they stop putting the pads on, you know. So. Yeah, I don't think Giant fans are too upset by that either. I, I think when you trade up for a guy like uh, Baker, um, mm-hmm. even if you take a, a Beal and a supplemental pick in the, last year in the third round, I think you, you, you're hoping that the first round pick that you traded up for is going to be the guy starting. And again, even if he didn't start this year, uh, you know, he'd probably replace Jenkins in a year or two when, when uh, they decided to part ways with him. And maybe they won't. Maybe they keep Jenkins for a while. I hope they do. I like him. But let's be honest. These guys are all young and were drafted for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, whether he starts now or later, it doesn't matter. But I think if you had to pick one of the two, you're, you're happy, I guess, that you're, the first-round pick that you traded multiple picks for um, is the guy that's kind of winning that job. So, Yep, yep. I Honestly, Jerry, I think this will be Jenkins' last year. Um, I, yeah, I think the cap's just going to be too much next year, you know, and, and they have enough kids to replace him now, you know. Yeah. Um, 
So, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see what Jenkins, you know, he looks pretty good so far. And we'll see what kind of year he has. You know, we'll see at, what uh, at safety, has. it was uh, who they have lined up at starting? Bethea and um, Peppers. Oh, Peppers and then you got, starting. Okay. Yeah. And then you got Mike I Thomas. Because, I thought you said he had a, a surgery or something. Uh, no, I, I said he, this was his first practice back after he had his tooth uh, uh, removed, okay. pulled. Yeah. Uh, he was back today and uh, he was dancing, breaking up some things, doing some things, letting the offense know what's up. Yep. And uh, you got Mike Thomas over there. You know, the Sean Chandler kid's been hurt. He's been on the sidelines. Yeah. You know, uh, I hate to see that. I like to see him get in there. So, but he's supposedly ready to go for training camp next month. Yeah, another easy kid yeah. to root for, Chandler. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like Grant Haley, Jerry. Yep. Like Grant Haley, you know, who's looked pretty good this offseason, too. So, um, yeah, so listen, it's a lot of depth back there. We talked about the secondary before, man. It's going to be, uh, you know, next month it starts up for real, you know. Hey, Chris, before we go to the rest of the defense, um, just wanted to give a shout out to the House of Hoodies. Uh, the website is www.thehouseofhoodies.com. Use code Giant Insider or Giants Plural Insider for a fifteen percent discount. When I listened to that last time, it sounded like I said fifty, so it's fifteen percent discount on anything you order. <laughs> Obviously, Chris and I believe that the Barkley and Jones jerseys are the best ones, but there's mm-hmm. other ones you can order as well. Other hoodies, I should say. Uh, super comfy premium hoodies, perfect way to represent your team when it's cold outside and the jerseys go under the coats. Again, www.thehouseofhoodies.com and the Twitter account is at HO Hoodies. So you tweeted uh, along the defensive line that um, it was Hill, Tomlinson, mm. and uh, and Lawrence. That's what mm-hmm. we expected kind of all along. That's probably how yeah. we play into training camp and into the preseason. How mm-hmm. they, they look today? No, you can't really tell too much. You just tell the way they're lining up. Like, they line yeah. up all different spots, you know. Um, but, I listen, uh, I expect these guys to play well. I was talking to B.J. Hill today, and and he was talking about how impressive this kid Lawrence is, you know, how he's willing to learn and how he could play the one tech, three, the three technique, the five technique, you know, and that's something that Betcha loves, Jerry. You nice. know, he likes to, he likes to move all these guys around. Um, so, you know, you know, Talking to B.J. Hill today, too, I don't want to get too much into the interview with him, but you know he's another one who expects Lawrence to surprise people with the sack total. Yeah, so what yeah. Chris is referring to is he had an exclusive with B.J. Hill that'll be in the Giant Insider when we print for right. a couple of weeks. So. Right, right. Um, so you know, not to get too much into it, but he you know, he said same thing. Watch for this kid and get into the quarterback because he's pretty quick, yeah. you know, for a big, big man. You know, he's pretty quick. So um, – that's something you know to look forward to. Um, and, and you said I, that the screws are no longer in his foot, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Not, that was a big problem when he was coming out. That, that was something that one of the reporters raised at the press conference. Right. And, and they kind of went after Gettleman for it, but now it seems like he's healthy. Yeah, he's 100%. According to Lawrence, he's 100%. Good. You know, it's actually the best he's felt, Jerry, in a couple of years, according to Lawrence. You know, even, even playing, you know, that good of football in Clemson, he wasn't 100%, you know. Yep. And, and he, you know, he feels that affected his pass rush game, you know, that foot not being 100%. So he says he's good now. He, I, I, I watch him move, Jerry. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to be affected by anything, you know. Right. So I was a little a little disturbed. Not, I'm not disturbed, but Nate Solder kind of said he's not quite sure if he's going to be 100% from the beginning, for the beginning of the yeah, game. Yeah, I saw that as well. It's a bummer. Yeah, and he's got a noticeable limp. You know, when I and watch he's him. someone who takes a while to warm up, right? Like he, you know, last year again, yeah. the, the guards didn't help him, and the center being and Jalapio going down early. But man, he 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 took a while to get going. You just mm-hmm. hope that he can hit stride earlier this year. And if he's injured at the tr- start of training camp, 
That's worrisome. Yeah, yeah, I was a little surprised by the answer. He kind of said that, oh, I'm not sure, you know, I'm going to be right. Um, so I was kind of hoping he was going to say, oh, I'm good to go. But he didn't say that. Yeah. And he is walking with a limp, but we off, you know, what are we, five weeks or six weeks away from camp. Yeah. So hopefully he's good because he kind of gets out of the gate slow. Yep. All right. He did it in New England. Yeah. Although he didn't like when I asked him that last year, but you know, he did it in New England before and um, he did it last year, right? Got yeah. it out of the gate. He didn't, he didn't play too good the first six, seven games and then played real good, right? The last eight, nine games. Yeah. And, and people were still getting on him. And they, they just had the, the impression or the, the vision of him struggling the first few games and said, Nate Fazolder's a bust. And it's like, guys, you, you got to give it the whole season. And, and he improved mm-hmm. towards the end. I thought he played very well towards the end of the season. Yeah, he played very well. And this is kind of his MO. You know, uh, he did it in New England and he kind of did it here. For some reason, it seems he seems to get out of the gate a little slow. Um, so, and now, you, like you just said, you don't want to see that injury set him back. Uh, where, oh man, you know what I mean? What, what, what are we going to get from him in the beginning of the year? So, so if he's limping, who's at left tackle? Jerry, it's going to be whoever loses the Remis Wheeler battle. Oh. oh, I'm sorry, who was there today, Jerry? Yeah. Oh, it's, well, it's been Mahali, the whole OTA. Yeah, how's, I mean, obviously a downgrade from Solder, but. Yeah, I and mean, they don't have pads on. It's hard to tell, I guess. It's hard to tell, but I don't like. Listen, I don't trust. I don't. You know, Mahalik is not going to be. It's going to be <laughs> if for some reason Soul is not ready to go, it'll be Wheeler or Remis. Wow, out there. So you know? hopefully Soul is okay. Because yeah, so. right tackle is different than left tackle. Right. I mean, if Soul if Soul can't for some reason can't go to the beginning, yeah, you're going to see probably. You know, wheel over at left tackle or rim is a right to, oh, the other way, you know, a little way around, you know. Or maybe they can go get Trent Williams, right? Or they get Trent Williams or, or they, or, you know, they get Eric Williams, Eric Flowers back here, you know, if they Eric want to try Flowers, to get him back. Yes, they could. <laughs> and what's with the, by the way, before we go to the linebackers, what the hell are the Bengals doing? Whoa, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Oh, I what mean, do you mean? What? Whoa, what's going on? John Jerry. <laughs> They got Bobby Hart, John Jerry, and they got everything going on over there. I mean, did they watch the 2016 Giants or what? I don't know, man. I don't know what's. Sorry, 15. I don't know what Cincinnati's doing over there, man. I really don't. I was shocked when they gave Hart a three-year deal. So yeah, and then to bring in John Jerry, it's like, oh, are they trading for Eric Flowers next? And wow, I mean, anyway, not our problem, buddy. Um, Tay Tay Davis, (laughs) not anymore. (laughs) Yeah, thank God. Uh, Tay Davis with the starters again. Yes, it's just Jerry. Now that's to me, a, that's a thing, right? Like whereas before it's the interchange, all oh, pulleys in and out, in and out. Tay Davis has been starting. He's <laughs> he's got the inside track to win that spot. No, I, that's the way I look at it, man. I think it's going to be his job to lose in training camp. I really do. I mean, Goodson did get mixed in with the ones too, but Davis has been there the majority of the time. Excuse me, and I expect him to be with the ones, you know, next month. And it's going to be looks like it's going to be his job to lose. Now, with, really him, does. with him, do you think it's a, the case of he's more dependable than Goodson, or is it they like his ranginess? I think they like his athleticism more, Jerry. Yeah. I, I really do. You know, um, I mean, so. the, the Giants have really done, I don't know if it's conscious or not, probably not conscious because they signed Shepard, but with all the Reese draft picks, man, they have really seemed to distance themselves from <laughs> most of them. I mean, even BJ Goodson can't crack the starting lineup now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something I yeah, yeah. It, it does seem that way a bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> it it's like, we'll take this way. undrafted free agent over the 
fourth round pick from 2000, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of looking that way. We'll get him was like, who, who, who drafted this guy? This was a Reese guy? Okay, you know. So yeah, like Sterling Shepard uh, obviously is okay, and and Ingram they're trying they're very patient with, but outside of that, I'm like trying to think like who else? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I know. So uh, you know, Collins is gone. Odell's gone. <laughs> Eric Flowers. I mean, Flower, yeah, Flowers is gone. You Eli know. Apple. Yeah. And so the, a and lot the only of free uh, agent to survive was Jenkins. Yeah, and and he impressed Sherman last year. With his attitude and the way he comes to work every day, that saved his butt probably. And, <laughs> Shermer and, actually and, took a liking him. And Red Ellison doesn't count because he played for Shermer in uh, in Minnesota. Yeah, that doesn't count. No, no, no. That's like a Shermer guy. <laughs> I got to look at that after this is over. I see all the guys on the roster, how they were acquired, and how many are like left because I I, s- I smell a column from you from that Jerry. I think that might be uh, happen. that might mean? be in the next edition of the Giant Insider. That's a great idea for the twelfth dimension. Like, where, yeah, where, where have all Reese's pieces gone? Right. Melted to other teams, man. Oh, my God. Well, let me ask you this, man. You getting excited, man? I mean, training camp is right around the corner now. Yeah, these OTAs are a tease. Like, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm reading your tweets again, dude. Great job. I mean. Thank you. Thank you. Constant updates. It was funny. One of my buddies texted me and said, um, Chris has been spectacular with the tweets. But Oh, really? What do you think? Could do without the back of the head of Daniel Jones. He was just joking. (laughs) The picture of Daniel Jones. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean the actual (laughs) up at the podium? Yeah. (laughs) Because because people are writing, Daniel Jones, he's a new barber. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess, you know, you're showing how close you are, right? Like, I I was like, that's awesome. Well, yeah, people seem to like the pressure shots, you know, people up at the podium, so. But no, man, the the tweets are, um, it's it's one thing to hear it on Twitter, and then I got buddies texting me saying, yeah, these updates are like crack, you know. It's just what I need. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, good, good. I'm glad, bud. I'm glad, man. Yeah, good. Because, uh, you know what? I'm very fortunate, you know, to be there and see it live, um, you know, and people aren't. And uh, unfortunately, you know, and people want to hear what's going on. People, Giant fans are the best, man. They want to know what the hell's going on. So I try to I try to give him a little visual uh, you know visualize everything Jerry that's happening you know and so now, uh, and now you're rescuing Pat Shermer from BS questions Chris you made it out <laughs> to the <laughs> oh man well, it's so. funny next year well, when you when you start asking Solder he's going to start looking for Pat Leonard or somebody being like where, where, <laughs> get Chris out of here <laughs> asking about slow starts <laughs> but you know what Shermer was a great sport about today even even like guys. Other guys were having fun with him about it. You know, we were going back and forth a little bit. Yeah. And it was pretty funny. It actually turned out to be pretty funny uh, for something I was asked about 25 different, you know, twists and turns and uh, with the questions and all that. But um, but actually, Sherman actually did laugh about it at the end. Everybody kind of had a laugh, you know, because uh, I guess they weren't getting what they want. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you right. know, so whatever. I'm going to put you on the spot. And I know that Eli's the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it. Which who looked better today, Eli or Jones? The same. Okay, yeah, that's fair. The same. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go the same. And but that's, that's a good. That's, that's for Ben and Lisa. Yeah, I take <laughs> Jerry. You know, Jerry. You, you know, you know who looks really good. Who? Alex Tanny. Yeah, you said that last time. He's throwing the ball over the field. Uh, Jerry, I'm telling you, man, this guy's throwing the ball over the lot. You know. <laughs> Um, he he's got a strong, nice little arm and everything, man. But he's looks. He's a guy that wants to stay, man. He wants to be one of the three, you know. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Yeah, I was actually talking about this today with Paul Dottino, You know, the longtime Giant, yeah, B guy covers it for the fan and all that. Um, they keep 
Is there any chance they just go with two quarterbacks? Uh, yes. I'm asking your opinion on this. Yes, I do. I think so. Wow, because Tatino said that to me today. He goes, don't be surprised they go with two quarterbacks. But then that means they list Dungy as something else because I think he would make the team if they like him as athleticism enough. We'll see. This kid's been on the sideline too, so we'll see what he does at camp. Um, um, yeah, I, I'll be. I was like, nah, they got to go with three, you know. Uh, and he the was third like, it's just an emergency. I think about it. Lawletta didn't even mm-hmm. dress last year for most of the games. He dressed yep. out of everyone asking Shermer when's Lawletta playing, when's Lawletta playing, and yeah. then they finally dressed him. So it just doesn't even seem like Shermer's a big dress three mm-hmm. quarterbacks guy. Because Paul brought up a good point with these defensive backs. Yep. Because you might have to make another, you know, another ro- another uh, a space for on a roster for another defensive back and the wide receivers. He goes, so who who are you taking away from? And and, yep. and, and look, we yep. named it before, right? Wide receivers. You got you got Tate, you got Shepard, you got the other Shepard. You have Coleman, you have Slayton, you have Latimer, you have Fowler, who we all know Eli loves. <laughs> That's seven. I know I'm missing somebody. Um, and then you have the, the running backs you named before, right? You obviously have yeah, Mister. Uh, Touched by the hand of God, <laughs> yeah. the starter. Then you have yep. Gallman, you have mm-hmm. um, Perkins, you have Penny, you have Rod Smith picked up. So maybe they keep five yeah. running backs. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would expect four, but who knows? You know, I, you know, I didn't expect four tight ends last year, and Sherman kept four. Yeah, and you and, know? and right now, what the hell do you list Dungy at? Like so. The, the tight ends, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but what the hell? We're sitting here talking, so we may as well talk about it. You have Ingram, Ellison, Simonson, who they just re-signed. If they mm-hmm. love this kid Conrad enough, they're going to keep him. And then where do you stick Dungy? You know? and, and again, he's yeah. been hurt, but if you keep Dungy, are you going to keep him at quarterback, wide receiver, running yeah. back? What the hell? Yeah. You, what do you do? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, i, I got to be honest with you. First, when, when Dottino asked me that, I was like, nah, it's got to be three. And then he was like, hey, Chris, don't be so sure. They might go with two because they're going to need a roster move spot for somebody else. You know, and I was like, oh, okay. That's why I was asking your opinion on that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess it is possible to just go with the two, you know? Very interesting, buddy. Um, anything yeah. else, anything well, else uh, jump out at you? No, no, that's about it. I guess, you know, we'll get into these positions, you know, at, uh, you know, coming out of the OTAs now going into camp. I guess we'll we'll talk about it more, you know? Um, but no, nothing else jumped out, out of me. No, just uh, – no, no. So uh, I think everybody's itching now. I think these guys are itching to go home for a couple of weeks, you know, freshen up the bodies a little bit and get ready to go. Because once the uh, end of July starts, you know, that's it, man. You go to the, uh, you know, the end of December. So that we're going to name our buffoon soon. But before we do that, um, the next podcast will be Friday night um, or, or Friday before your uh, Friday commutes, guys. And that seemed to go over well last time uh, since today's Tuesday already. And then, um, you know, next week, we have to figure out what we're going to cover. We may, maybe we'll do all-time Giants or something. We'll Maybe we'll go so a little... We could, yeah, we could start talking about each of these positions, too. Who might make it, who might yeah, not, you know, you stuff go. like that, yep. you know? Yeah, we'll, we'll make it interesting training camp. this is the deadest part of the season between OTAs and training camp. But it's also kind of exciting because training camp's right around the corner. And then the uh, buffoonery, if you will, begins of just predictions and... Uh, highs and lows all week long based on practices and all that stuff. It should be a blast this year, especially with a podcast. It's almost dangerous to have a podcast now. So, <laughs> Hey, Jerry, any chance we could do a podcast from like the parking lot in training camp this year? Absolutely. And have all the people, uh, you know, come over and say hello and, you know. Yeah, it'd be awesome. 
I mean, how awesome would that be? Can you imagine the, the background noise in that? Like, if, yeah. if my dog comes in here, I'm like, oh, we heard the dog barking. I can't imagine doing it at the parking lot uh, <laughs> with buffoons, good buffoons running up and back. I think the buffoon crew will love that, though, man. Oh, my God. They'd love it. So it's uh, buffoon of the week time, one of my favorite times of the week. And, again, I always go first because everybody waits for Chris's. I know my place. No, stop. Good. That being said... This one was pretty easy, and it happened today. I missed, Jerry, I missed this. Go ahead, explain this to me. Yeah, yeah good morning football. It's a, a great show, and I, I usually <laughs> like it. Uh, okay. I like Pete Schrager, if that's how you say his name. I think that's how right? you say his name. Uh, and yeah. he admitted that when this person said this, oh, he goes, oh, this one's going to go viral. Uh, Nate Burleson made the statement. And Nate okay. was a good receiver, and I like watching him. Um, mm-hmm. I like, uh, you know, he goes up there for the Lions and announces their pick every year, gets all excited. Very good dude. But, Nate, a little buffoonery today, buddy. He said, right now, Dwayne Haskins is a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Than Eli Manning? Yep. Not even Daniel Jones, Eli Manning. No, I went right for Manning. I mean, may as well just say Y.A. Tittle and Charlie Connolly while he's at it. Um, Oh, guy hasn't played a snap yet. It's just, it's so irresponsible. But, But beyond that, it's just Eli, for whatever reason, is such a target for everybody mm. and this is what makes me like like last week we laughed because you said gun to your head you know if jones and eli are playing the same who do you want to start i said jones and this is the kind of comment that makes me continue to root for eli like guys on the outside who for whatever reason if they have an axe to grind with them and you hear it on all the radio stations and all the media eli's an easy target and because he doesn't complain about his offensive line or anybody on the team ever mm-hmm. they always put it on him these losing seasons a lot of it is not his fault so to say that mm-hmm. a rookie who hasn't played yet is already better than manning it's so irresponsible i'm sorry nate i like you i like watching you but buddy you're my buffoon of the week for that one no that's a jerry that one got by me i didn't even hear about that man I, when when you texted me that before i was like oh what did nate say you know usually he's pretty responsible right with his with his yeah, comments and, and, and again that that is it's a dead part of the season i, I don't know man oh man ratings. that is maybe needs ratings i don't know that is i mean how could you even say that man come on man yep. you know I, I can't understand if you want to say that i get you know against you know he's better than jones all right but he oh my god that is that is a well-deserved buffoon of the week bud hey bud listen michael k show Oh, I know where you're going. Saw it. You saw it? Love it. You there? Yes, yes. I, I thought did. I lost you. You no. saw it? Yes. I mean, Don LaGreca. Is this what you're talking about? Yes. And that guy, Rosenberg? Yeah, Peter Rosenberg. Acting like two five-year-olds <laughs> arguing back and forth <laughs> on the radio while your boy, Kay. He's not my boy. <laughs> Oh, he's not your boy? Oh, okay. Well, Michael, well, Mike and Kay, I figured Yankee thing, that was your boy. So, well, could you explain to me what the heck that was about? Oh, you don't know how to argue. Don't tell me. Don't yell at me. Don't argue. I know how to argue. Don't ever tell me. I mean, this is on the radio. Yeah. And they're acting like two infants. Yeah. What is going on? And you're all the while, Cage is sitting there like, not even like, all right, guys, all right, come on, we'll, we'll talk about something else. Yeah, it's here. almost like he gave up. You're like, like Mike, it's your show. Are you going to let this continue? LaGreca, who I like, Don LaGreca, I do. The other guy I don't even know. I mean, I just heard of him. I mean, going back and forth, 
It was so embarrassing. Is that what radio is in the afternoon now? Yes. It's so embarrassing. I- I'm sorry. By the way, they beat out. Can I say who they beat out for yeah. Buffalo in the week? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say. I don't want to get you know upset you because it's your team, but they did beat out the Yankees for once again allowing people to park, get ready for a ball game that they knew they were going to cancel. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to get on the Yankees too much. That's all right. But they have a habit of doing this to their fans. <laughs> they don't care. But, but forget it. Yeah, but forget about that. I mean, the LaGreca yeah. and the other guy. I'm sorry, you two are buffoons of the week. That was an embarrassment. The thing man. about Rosenberg, I think he did the thirty for thirty on the on Duke. I still hate Christian Leitner, which was pretty good. Right. But or at least he commented on I thought he put that together. I'm not sure. But it was pretty okay. good. But he's a he's like a big Redskins fan. And and again, dude. Yeah. And again, what shows he on? What city? What station? Like, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like everybody looks at me like I'm nuts. And and a lot of times you're you're it's a valid, you know, thinking, valid thought, valid comment. I, a little crazy. But No, not when it comes to that, Jerry. No. But like, yeah, but like why is why is a diehard Redskins fan on my afternoon drive? Like, come on. Jerry, let's go. Why don't we get together and put a Dallas Eagle and a Redskins fan together and have a radio station in New York? This, and that's the only city this happens in is New York. Jerry, did you ever listen to WEEI up in Boston? No, but I imagine they're all Boston. Jerry, fans. trust me, there is nobody that's a fan of another team yeah, on that radio station. And, and, uh, dude, WIP, the enemy in right. Philly. All right. they they all talk Eagles and Phillies and Flyers, and that's it. And if you call up liking another team, they get all over you. And that's how it should be. And I can't believe I'm saying this. But in New York, oh, it's a very welcoming city. We light up the Empire State Building for the Eagles, for the Patriots. It doesn't matter. That front-running scumbag of a building. Oh, God. Oh, folks. That, oh, oh. Yeah, you ever want to get Jerry Wild up, just talk about that stuff. Yeah. But, Jerry, it is true. You go to another city, man. You just don't. There's nobody that's on the radio that's like fans of other teams. Right, and I, and I know that New York is like the culmination of where you want to be as a broadcaster, so that's probably a lot of it. But, right. But there's New York fans, for the most part, in New York. So what the hell is with all these radio personalities who like different teams? And like, like, even, even like even the diehard Mets fans on, on FAN, right? Ed Coleman well, is a Patriots fan. It's like, oh, of course he is. Why would he be Mets Jets or Mets Giants? Nah, he's Mets Patriots. Anyway. I didn't even know that, Jerry. He's oh, yeah, dude. I know all the rooting interests. I could go on and on about this. this well, is you a, just... This is an epidemic, you, buddy. You just you just educated me twice. I did not know that Rosenberg guy was a Redskins guy, and I did not know Ed Coleman was a Patriot guy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I, wow. I, can, I can probably go through all of them and let you know, but it's... Uh, I just... I got to be honest with you, Jerry. It doesn't bother me. You know, guys root for other teams. That really doesn't bother me. I know it bothers you. It doesn't bother me. But... On a sports radio show right. in New York, that, that is kind of annoying. And you know, what, that Chris, really is. you know what, Chris? That's why it's magnified for me. Because when a Dallas fan calls up WFAN, they're treated like royalty or like any other fan. Like like I said, you just said it. In Boston, try being a Yankee fan and calling up to that station and talking about the Red yeah. Sox. They'd laugh at you. But in, or, or, or try being a Yankee fan that's on the radio. That would never happen. Right. So all that rooting from outside drives me crazy because of all the radio, like our radio stations. So okay with it. Even Jastrzemski, JJ, the guy who wants to be the next Francesa Yankees dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's a dolphin. Right. And why Marino? I like Marino too. I like John Stockton, but I'm not a Utah jazz fan. (laughs) Uh, 
I could go on and on anyway, buddy. Anything else? This was an awesome rant at the end here. <laughs> Boy, you had a nice rant at the end. <laughs> yeah. I have to change the title to our... Uh... It's easy to get you wild up, man. That's not hard. It's not hard at all. Um, uh, no, that's it, man. Um, that's it. No, no, no. Good, good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, guys. We'll drop the next one, like I said, before the commute Friday night. Uh, if you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider or a subscription, rather, rather go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. Or download the app, the Giant Insider app from the App Store. Uh, as always, everyone, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for the ratings and the follows and everything. It's awesome. You guys are the best. And remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.